everybody, and welcome to the Trial Tall Podcast. I am Berta Terri-Torres, a former researcher and one of the science communications officers at the Emerson Clinical Trials Unit at UCL. In this new series of the podcast, we are taking an in-depth look at our latest clinical trials by hearing from world-leading clinicians and researchers. If you're interested in finding out how our research can help improve healthcare in the UK and around the world, this is the podcast for you. In part one of episode four, we talked about the global challenge of neonatal sepsis and the findings of neoops. This was an observational study which looked at how antibiotics are being used to treat babies with sepsis. The results from the neoops study helped set the ground for Neosep1 the clinical trial that we will discuss in today's episode. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode on neonatal sepsis, I recommend you to check it out before you keep listening, as it provides some context on why neonatal infections are still a major global health challenge. But this episode is all about the Neosep1 trial, which aims to test different antibiotic treatments to improve the survival of babies with sepsis. To find out more, we speak to three experts in neonatal sepsis, Ryunu Thomas, Audrey Becker, and Cristina Obiero, and to one of the Neosep1 trial managers, Francesca Schiabone. So let's get started with the first question. What is the Neosep1 clinical trial about? I ask Ryunu Thomas, a neonatologist working at Chris Hanibery Wanath Academic Hospital in Johannesburg, South Africa. So it's, uh, so it's a safety and efficacy trial um, comparing new antibiotic combinations to existing regimens and also assessing what the mortality with the use of these antibi new antibiotic combinations compared to the, the existing and older regimens that are currently in use. As Rino said, the Neosep1 clinical trial will evaluate new combinations of existing antibiotics and compare them to treatment regimens that are currently used in babies with sepsis. But what are the specific drugs that Neosep1 will test? Um, first of all, the drugs that are being studied in Neosep are phosphomycin, flamoxif, and amikacin. So these are the off-patent drugs that... Um, are to be tested in combination and also comparing to existing regimens. The Neosep1 clinical trial will be testing these new antibiotic combinations in two parts. The part one will be looking at the pharmacokinetics of these drugs. In pharmacokinetic studies, we measure the levels of drugs in the baby's blood. These studies will be then used to find out the best doses of the antibiotics phosphomycin and flamoxin to use in the babies. Once the first part is completed and researchers know how much of these antibiotics should be used, part two will start. In part two of the Neosep trial, it's going to be a randomized trial, randomizing um, neonates to different antibiotic combinations when they suspected to have neonatal sepsis. So part two will test the new combinations of antibiotics tested in part one and compare them to other antibiotic combinations that are routinely used to treat babies with sepsis. As a result, 
These antibiotic combinations will be ranked depending on how well they work. From those that are likely to perform well to those that perform less well in preventing babies from dying of sepsis. To learn more about the aspects that fed into the design of this part of the trial, we hear from Francesca Schiebone, the Neosep 1 trial manager at the Emerson Clinical Trials Unit at UCL in London. So one of the challenges that comes with uh, designing clinical trials in neonatal sepsis, but in general, anything that has got to do with a topic so closely related to antimicrobial resistance, is the fact that we don't really have one single standard of care, one single set of antibiotics treatments that all babies can be put on when presenting with sepsis. Um, we do have uh, guidelines from the WHO, but these are very, very old, and unfortunately, they're not necessarily evidence-based, so they need some uh, updating. Um, a second element that is important and contributes to the type of trial that one can design in neonatal sepsis is the fact that there are very different local patterns of uh, presence of bacteria and different bacteria across different hospitals globally. And this is something that the newer OBS study, the observational study that preceded Neosec 1, has shown very, very clearly. There is uh, There are patterns of antibiotic resistance that are very, very uh, variable across, across the the globe. To address the challenges that Francesca mentioned, including the lack of universal standard of care and different antibiotic resistant patterns in different parts of the world, the NEOSEP1 trial is designed using a new methodology developed by our team of researchers at the Emerson Clinical Trials Unit at UCL. This new methodology is called practical design. So practical uh, design stands for personalized uh, randomized control trial, and it's a, a trial design that brings in um, several elements that have to do with the availability and access of certain antibiotics locally, um, but also the patient's characteristics. What this means is that each site is able to choose which antibiotics they uh, deem to be most ideal in their settings, um, but they also, when randomizing the baby into the trial, they also take into account some of the clinical characteristics of that baby. So for instance, the type of sepsis that they're presenting with, whether that is early onset or late onset sepsis. Um, and these elements are all included in the personalized um, uh, randomized control trials or the practical design. Yeah, I think each, each site that's involved with the NeoSep study will be given the choice of the, the antibiotic combination that they think is most appropriate for their unit based on the local epidemiology, as well as you mentioned, whether it's, you know, early onset versus late onset. So each site will be given a choice of um, a list of antibiotic combinations that they can, they can choose that they feel is most appropriate for their unit. The practical design then provides a new way of comparing many antibiotic treatments for neonatal sepsis. With this design, doctors will be able to choose treatment regimens that are likely to work well for babies in their hospitals. The NEOSEP1 also incorporates elements of another design, which is called the Sequential Multiple Assignment Randomized Trial, or SMART design. This is relevant when babies don't respond to the treatment and get worse. Rinu explains how this works. With the NeoSEP, also there's the option of changing to second line um, treatment. If the clinicians feel that the, the treatment that the baby is randomized to as the first line regimen 
is not working. So if the clinical condition of the baby deteriorates, the, the design of the study allows you to switch over to second line antibiotic regimens. Um, and the options of the second line antibiotic regimens will also depend on what the first line uh, regimen the patient was randomized to. So with the SMART design, babies can be re-randomized to another antibiotic combination if they don't improve or get worse. Audrey Baker, principal investigator for the Neosep1 trial at Tigerberg Hospital in Cape Town, highlights the importance of establishing safety nets when designing trials in babies. And, and I think it was extremely important to build in all those um, safety nets uh, within this trial um, because if you tell someone you know not working in neonates every day that you're going to be randomizing antibiotics for neonatal sepsis you know it, it sounds very scary um, but uh, I think the key here is that each unit could actually choose their own standard of care um, and and then within the con confines of the study then actually randomized to another option. And then, of course, with the extra safety net, as Renove mentioned, if a baby deteriorates, we can still, you know, change to whatever regimen we think is best. And also, if we get a blood culture uh, positive back and we identify the organism, organism and we can see exactly, you know, what it's sensitive to, we will also have the um, choice to actually um, target the therapy um, to the organism. So it was designed in a way um, to be as safe as possible. So far, we have covered all the design elements of the Neosep1 trial. Let's talk now about the trial participants, which in this case, they are newborn babies. What are the specific characteristics that babies must have to be able to join the trial? As a clinical researcher in the Cambry Wellcome Trust research program in Kenya, Christina Obiero works directly with newborns who might be eligible for the trial. She talks about the different eligibility criteria for Neosep1. So for a baby to be eligible for participation in the Neosep trial, they'll need to be aged between um, 0 and 28 days and um, weigh um, either a kilo or more than a kilo at the time that they're being screened. Um, and the baby also needs to be admitted to hospital and um, eligible for um, intravenous antibiotics for treatment of sepsis. So they need to present with um, an episode of sepsis requiring intravenous antibiotics. In addition to that, um, we're going to be using um, the new um, sepsis severity score as part of the inclusion criteria. And um, the score has about 10, has 10 factors. Um, that clinicians need to look at, and each factor has a score based on its presence or um, absence. Um, in addition to that, um, we need to have informed consent from either the parent or the legal guardian of the baby. The NEOSEP1 severity score that Christina mentioned comes from the NEOOPS study, and it takes into account the clinical parameters of the babies, such as body temperature, to help identify those babies with more severe sepsis and higher risk of dying. And how many babies is the trial aiming to recruit? Um, so for the first part of the trial, we are going to enroll um, 60 babies, approximately 60 babies um, in three sites across um, two countries, um, that is South Africa and Kenya. So part one will take place in three different hospital sites. 
and we're glad to have a voice for each of them in this episode. Rinu from the Chris Honeyberry Wanath Academic Hospital in Johannesburg, Audrey from the Tigerberg Hospital in Cape Town, and Christina from the Kilifi County Hospital in Kenya. Then, in part two, the trial aims to recruit 3,000 babies across 10 different countries, which are yet to be decided. Now, how will we evaluate if the trial is successful or not? In the first part, what we will be looking at is the pharmacokinetics of the antibiotic regimens being used. Um, so that is phosphomycin, flamoxif, and amikacin um, given in combination with each other. And that will assess uh, the uh, dose uh, in the baby and how that is metabolized. In the second part of the study, which is actually the randomized control trial, we will be looking at survival of these babies at day 28. Yeah, and I think just um, the study also, I think, aims to look at some other secondary outcomes. So it's also going to be looking at the 90-day mortality, um, the clinical status of the baby on day 28, besides, you know, survival and mortality, just the clinical status of the, the neonate that's enrolled on day 28, and then obviously adverse events and uh, the safety profile of these antibiotic regimens that are being used. So we have some of those answers as well. To maximize the impact of the trial, the NEOSEP-1 will also embed health economic elements, which will be key to ensuring access to better treatments, particularly in low and middle income countries. Francesca talks about this in more detail. So it's also important to uh, consider elements of health economics, uh, which are other factors that influence, for example, how accessible a drug might be uh, in the long run. And this is also why we're working very closely with the WHO, um, so that the results from the trial um, from NEOSET-1 can inform future guidelines. Ultimately, it's important that the results are uh, relevant to uh, not only the population um, that has been uh, investigated, but also to the sites that are um, uh, seeing these, these babies. And it's very important to be able to identify those centers, those hospitals, uh, where this trial would be most relevant. And this is why the team at St. George's University of London has been uh, carrying out uh, an extensive feasibility assessment across a number of hospitals worldwide in Sub-Saharan Africa, Southeast Asia, and Latin America. Um, the trial needs to be as relevant and as representative as possible uh, to the population of, obviously, babies that we're looking at, uh, but also uh, be relevant globally, not necessarily be country-specific. Now, when do we expect to have the first round of results from the NEOSEP-1 trial? So the, the, the trial has already um, uh, started recruitment in March uh, 2023, and this is for part one. So we expect to be able to complete data collection for part one in early 2024, and then hopefully starting part two, the randomized control trial, soon after that. The final results are really expected from 2027 onwards, um, but we hope there will be uh, no delays in, in reporting these. It is very exciting to hear that part one is already rolling. And I imagine this is a really busy time for those involved in the trial. So to conclude with this episode, we asked our guests about their hopes for the trial. I think the main hope is to reduce neonatal mortality. Um, the ultimate goal is to reduce neonatal mortality from neonatal sepsis. And hopefully 
from the results of this trial, we'll be able to narrow down our options to, you know, regimens that are safe to use in neonates, as well as effective um, to treat these um, infections that we're seeing, you know, with multi-drug resistance. So, and, you know, if the guidelines eventually do change, um, you know, at least that gives us guidance as to how to treat these um, infections empirically. Um, and, and we're hoping that the guidance that will be provided will be evidence-based from the study so that ultimately the neonates are adequately treated timely and they survive from these infections. Um, so that is the ultimate hope. And we know that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't just end with mortality. Um, we also have problems in survivors of neonatal sepsis. They have long-term neurodevelopmental problems, you know, um, where they don't develop normally, they have disabilities. Um, so besides targeting, reducing mortality, we want to see that the ones that do survive actually do well in life. And, you know, that will obviously be also something to probably look at in the future. But um, the ultimate goal is that we have survivors um, and our survivors have a good quality of life. And hopefully by, by studying these antibiotic regimens, we're able to see what's the best options and guidance can be changed and throughout the world you know clinicians will have um, access to these um, recommendations or new guidances that are put out based on the results of the study that's the hope <laughs> mm -hmm. so for me um hopeful that um, the new septron will um provide us with results that are going to uh, feed into future antibiotic treatment guidelines that are going to improve um, survival among babies. Um, and I'm hopeful about this because uh, I can see that the trial is aiming to answer the key questions related to the challenges that we face when we talk about antibiotic treatment in your natal sepsis. I just want to say I'm very grateful that we can participate in this very important um, clinical study. I think all of us, you know, see very sick babies affected with neonatal sepsis daily in the hospital. And um, unfortunately, we also see a very high mortality associated with it. So I think for us, you know, for me personally, it's just very, very um, important, exciting, encouraging um, to be able to study this field and to try and see if we can get more options and better options available in order to reduce mortality neonatal sepsis. Uh, it's very exciting to be part of um, this trial. Of course, there's been a, um, a coordinated effort involving a number of collaborators. Um, it's taken a few years for the setup, and it's obviously very important uh, because it's addressing a question that otherwise will remain um, unanswered, and the academic institutions are best placed to, uh, to really try to find an answer. With these words of hope, we've just reached the end of today's episode. Thank you very much again, Rinu, 
Audrey, Christina and Francesca for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you about Neosep One. And thank you for listening. If you want to find out more about the Neosep One trial, there's plenty of information in the Neosep One webpage at the mrccu.ucl.ac.uk or the GARDP website. There's also a talk from Professor Sarah Walker about new trial designs, including the Neosep One clinical trial. You can find the link to the recording in the description of this episode. We also have another episode about the global challenge of neonatal sepsis and the main findings of the NeoOps observational study. Check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. If you enjoy our work, follow us on Twitter at MRCCTU or subscribe to our podcast channel. And that's all for today. See you in the next episode of The Trial Talk.